Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, everyone. I'm Pedro. I creative tech here at Adafruit. Now we, we, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three, 418. It is October 18th, 2023. <laughs> uh, the show is called Frass Wrench, LED Noodles, and Octopus Pumpkin. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can say hello, ask questions, drop some GIFs and memes and all that fun stuff. We'll take a couple moments to welcome folks to the show. We have a fun cosplay prop replica project this week. We have some community makes. We have uh, a little bit of a shop talk. We have all that and more on, you guessed it, 3D Hangouts. It's not Thursday. It is Wednesday. <laughs> I need to update that. What's that? I said, it, we, I need to update this banner. It says Thursday. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I have one that says Wednesday. Uh, I just forget to upload it. But anywho, um, good morning. Good evening, good afternoon to everybody. Uh, we got skid, squid.jpg, Rosin hanging out in the Discord chat room. We're also hanging out in the YouTube chat room, uh, Periscope, Twitch, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So if you want to say hello in any of those channels, please do so. We'll say hello. Okay. Next up, let's uh, check out uh, the freebies going on. Adafruit.com slash free for all the details. If your order is $99 or more, you'll get a free PCB coaster with a golden Adafruit logo. Very, very nice. If your order is $149 or more, you get the PCB coaster plus an Adafruit KB2040. That's that lovely RP2040 dev board. If your order is $199 or more, you'll get a free. <laughs> you'll get UPS ground shipping free. Uh, that's continental US only. And if your order is a whopping $2.99 or more, you get the free ground shipping from UPS. You'll get the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and perhaps either a Circuit Playground Express or an NXP Metro M7. I just emailed support team because um, the, there's glaringly some inconsistencies on the web page. So yeah, that's that's out there. But you'll get one of those. I might as well give you both the options. It's a, it's a toss-up. <laughs> you'll get something. Very good options. Very good options, yeah. Whether it's a, uh, a Circuit Player and Express or an M7, it's a flip of the coin. Who knows? <laughs> On top of that, um, you can use our 10% discount code, FAZBEAR, and that is uh, has to do with uh, this week's uh, prop project, which we'll take a look at in a few moments. So yeah, adafruit.com slash free for the details. And these get automatically added to your cart. No need for extra coupons, but of course you can use our coupon. All right. And we are, I think, ready to mosey on over to this week's project. All right. This week's project is release of the Freddy Fazbear? Fazwrench? Yeah, this is from the DLC game, uh, Five Nights of Freddy. Security Breach Ruin. This is a very cool device that's used to unlock doors, unlock nodes, 
um, from the main character, Casey, who's looking for Gregory. And this was uh, recommended by Pedro's son, my nephew, Gavin. Shout out to you, sir. He had the idea, like, hey, this looks like a cool prop. Can y'all make this real? And we were like, that does look like a cool prop. It has a LCD display with a prop maker feather, a couple of NeoPixel LEDs. It's got a rotary encoder, sound effects. Um, it's got two buttons for activating different modes. And you can use the accelerometer to trigger different looping sound effects. Because in the game, um, Casey uses it to unlock whether it's up or down to charge these nodes. And we thought that'd be super cool to integrate that since we have a built-in accelerometer on the prop maker feather. So it's just using all of the bells and whistles, the features on the prop maker feather. And um, our props just keep getting more and more features. And this one really makes it super cool. You got built-in USB charging for charging the battery. Um, yeah, it's got that Stemma QT port. So we were able to use the, uh, the Stemma um, uh, backpack board for those uh, LCD displays. And uh, you can display all sorts of fun messages on these uh, these kind of classic uh, character displays. It's all done in CircuitPython. This was a collab project. Liz Clark, she, she helps out um, with all the code, all the demo code for these props. And uh, it works really well. And it's uh, pretty easy to customize it too for a different you know type of device. Um, I think it's reminiscent to like like a fluke uh, multimeter. It's just got that kind of industrial, but kind of fun look to it. Um, and Pedro, you did a really good job on designing the decals and just making it all nice and integrated. So you, all the components have their own separate mounts and everything's nice and secure. It's kid friendly. It's meant for, you know, the kids to play with. I know the game might not be for kids, but kids somehow love Five Nights at Freddy. They just do. Just do. I don't know how I'm going to get around showing them the movie. It's like rated right R. <laughs> so. Uh, I thought it was PG-13. Like, oh, is it? I thought it was R. I thought so. It was like, yeah. Well, just just watch. You know, parental guidance. You know, just watch it with them. If you get scared, you'll you'll uh, you know. Mm -hmm. Can you hear the so. drilling going on? Just now that you mention it, just a little bit. So if I keep if I keep muting, that's why. <laughs> All right, gotcha. All right, well, I just posted a link to the learn guide. We're gonna take a look at it. Pedro's gonna walk us through. All, All of right. the nitty gritty of building your own Baz wrench. All right, cool. Let me load up the guide page. There we go. All right, cool. Yeah. So let me get over. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to see anything. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I have to juggle some windows. Yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, just the basic breakdown of what you just said. Uh, Gavin really wanted this to come to life. He's been watching a bunch of the animatronics and the video game uh, playthrough for this. So super interested in having an actual physical prop that he can go ahead and play with as well. And, you know, some parents might think that, you know, letting the kids watch horror type stuff might be not good. But I like that it's gotten them very interested in making electronics and animatronics, especially since it's like such a highlight in the game. So definitely uh, whenever whatever sparks their interest you know so this was definitely um, a project that checks off all the boxes um so yeah it's utilizing the prop maker rp2040 it's utilizing the you know display and then of course the ancillary you know goals of having your kids be inspired by something that they really like um, yeah going off you know all the circuit python stuff showing off all the where you can download all this stuff 
the GitHub that has all of our 3D printed or the 3D models for everything. So it is like just an encompassing of all the checkbox for you know the type of project. I just like the, the assortment of components really uh, lend it to all sorts of different things. We got a comment from. Um, let me see real quick um, from squid.jpegs. Like this would be a cool remote control for controlling uh, WLED devices. It's yes. got a nice rotary encoder for menu selections. It's got the menu, uh, the display for menus. So yeah, we think it's just a cool looking enclosure for an actual co remote control. And you have, you know, the, the, uh, the antennas so it can actually remotely control something. <laughs> so yeah, it's like ready to go. Yeah. It's these are real antennas. The yeah, connections are real script. connectors on the back, so you can hook right. this up to a UFL feather. Um, yeah, it's fully modular. If you don't need, if you want a, a feather, um, like radio or a LoRa, like you have the feather, you know, mounting holes built in. So you just swap out the feather and put any, you know, range of components that you need. It's already ready for a battery, a big beefy battery. So it's going to have really nice battery charging. It's a cool prop. It's even a cooler enclosure that you can use. Yeah, yeah, I think the usability of the enclosure for something real was definitely my goal. So you have so much room in here. Let me jump over to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it for you. There you go. Yeah, so definitely a lot of room in there. Get some of this stuff out. Uh, you have your room for uh, your battery is all this section down over here. And then the rotary encoder goes right here. I was showing off last week. I was uh, pretty proud of the way that we were able to construct um, a regular encoder to have it be a thumb scroll. So all we're doing is just laying it on the side. We have this little hook thing that holds onto the shaft. And then all of the platform destabilizes it so you can actually you know, use it as a thumb drive. Because I don't think we actually have a part that is like that, do we? I don't think so. Where it's just it's a dedicated a... thumb scroll. Yeah vertical like that yeah i haven't seen it uh i haven't seen us do a rotary encoder mounted on its side so it's a scroll wheel that's a really yeah. cool way to do that yeah so um when we're talking about the modularity of all the components we're also simplifying some of them and making them fake components like this isn't a real led it's just a diffuser and we're using mm -hmm. neopixels so it's just a strip of neopixels so we don't have to individually add each like a would be like a three millimeter LED instead yeah. of having that and then having no control of, you know, the animation, the way it flows. Uh, we can just utilize our animation library for uh, NeoPixels and uh, have that being fake NeoPixels and the way that it's diffusing you can actually have those shine through through different rows. So it looks like it's real. Yeah, LEDs, it, you know? it does. Uh, some of the other stuff too, like you were saying, the um, just gluing on some of the uh, decal detail, uh, very useful for that. And then the way that we're holding the battery, the custom thumb uh, knob, the little <laughs> stopper on there. So definitely lots of uh, ways that you can edit. And then, yeah, just simple little holders like the LED strip holder and the slide switch holder. Yay. Very modular, so everything breaks on it. You can easily swap any of these parts out. And this was really because we would usually build a bunch of that stuff into a case, but man, this takes like seven hours to print. So if something breaks, we don't want to reprint it just because of a tiny little piece that broke on it. So having these all be separate definitely saves a lot of time, especially when you're still prototyping everything to make sure it fits. 
uh, you want to be able to quickly swap out components to uh, make sure all the tolerances are correct. Okay, it's very modular. All right, get rid of that. Check back into the learn guide. Let me uh, fix my face, y'all. There we go. Yep, so there's the breakdown, the overall, uh, mm -hmm. like why we wanted to build this, all the checkboxes that we wanted to get checked off. And here is the component list of uh, some of the things you'll need. Uh, not listed here is uh, the, actually, no, it's all listed here. <laughs> Put every single thing that we needed on there. So all the rotary encoders, and looks like some of the stuff is in stock except the display. Yeah, there's a different uh, display color, I think. Mm -hmm. You get like a different mm -hmm. one if you want. Buttons, uh, even down to like the resistors that we're using on here, we do have those. Uh, all the screws, all the wires, like mm -hmm. the little connectors for the antenna. Everything is all there. Able to build your own. All right, jumping into the 3D printing page. Nice little setup of all your files. You have the Fusion 360 file. You can get like um, the step file for, or you can just download the STLs. It's on Thingiverse, and I think it gets shared from there to all the other sites. The a majority of the components do not require supports. So I think the only thing that does require is just the top case, and that's just for the little um, the little grip area. You can see oh, right. here okay. we have the support set up. The supports would be just right here in this grip area. It's just like a millimeter or two that is uh, off the bed, just so you have room to slide on the little snap-on part or the part that you glue on the grip. Yeah. Got the settings for that, the multicolor label for the um, lightning bolt, uh, it's pretty much on layer three above is blue, and below that is red. Of course, you can change that out to anything you want, or you could just easily paint that. I uh, just mm -hmm. uh, didn't want to sit there and paint <laughs> all the yep. edges of that. And then we're using uh, super glue with the, um, well, what's that spray called? The, accelerator. Uh, I think. Accelerator, yeah to hold that on. The cover uh, gets print, gets printed out and adhered on the inside. And this is simply so that we don't have uh, light leaking from yeah. this angle so it's like here. Yeah, it's very nice. So it's masking it out. I did try doing the filament swap like for the entire case, but then you would oh. end up with like, you know, like a black strip right here and that, you know. Which could aesthetic. be cool, I guess, if you want it. Yeah. I mean, if you want that, yeah, but aesthetic wise, uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> So yep. that's just an easier way to have a little cover for that diffusion. Okay. And that's the 3D printer part. Moving on to the CircuitPython page, nice little uh, breakdown of uh, updating your board. Definitely want to do that. It's one of the first things you get through all that. Let's put together a really good code page, breaking down all of the functionalities for it. So you can get our uh, project bundle that'll have all the sound effects, all the code and the libraries you're going to need. And this is all broken down here. I think the only thing that I went here and changed was I think like the brightness of the NeoPixels, but you can adjust that for like, uh, I think I just did it for like the recording of the yep. video. And the audio files, you can swap that out for whatever else you want. It's less yep, in a they're folder. just uh, WAV files. Um, I, I, I kind of ripped them from the game. Like I mm -hmm. used a screen record, but y'all can do whatever. It's all stored in a sounds folder so you can, um, yeah. Easily swap them out, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And yeah, here's what the folder structure looks like. So very simplified. You can see here all the fast sounds. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and like if you want to if you want to change like the the text on the, the LCD display, it's yeah. it's easy to do. So it's it's just a F string. So you just change it out in the code. Um, so you can make it say whatever you want. Men- you can create your own menu system if you'd like. Um, do all sorts mm. of fun stuff. So yeah, we haven't used this new uh, LCD backpack, and with the uh, the Stemma QT cable, you just plug it in. It's so much easier to- than wiring, you know, five different wires. So really, really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And that makes it nice and slim too. You don't have to have that terminal uh, connected to it. And then jumping over to the circuit diagram, it looks a little scary, but because it is all com- compartmentalized, uh, you can break it down with uh, each individual component. It does definitely makes it easier. <laughs> like when I was thinking about how to do this project, that's how I start thinking about things now, just in individual components instead of like yeah. the overall picture, because then it does get overwhelming a little bit. Yeah. So break that all down. One of the things I couldn't find for the push button LED uh, was. Oh, this is know, nice. Yeah, showing how, what is what. And I, I wanted to mention this to you and your HAL project too. Like the the button yeah. switch would have been nice to have something like this because I definitely yeah. it up wrong. <laughs> okay. I had the pin going into the that, so it was just continuously pushing. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just triggering triggering back to back. So I have yeah. a graphic of what that layout is and then what it actually looks like wired up. And here, pretty much I'm showing that I'm using the JST2 pin for the power. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's going to make it easy to just plug into the other half. Otherwise, you're kind of, you know, chain balled to the other half of the case when you want to take it apart or debugging right. or just assembling it together. Uh, and then jumper uh, cables for easily connecting the... Um, the signal wire, pin 13, yep. or the button uh, that goes straight into the terminal block on the feather. And uh, the uh, 220 resistor, uh, you must have the resistor. I think yeah. the LED is only rated for like two volts or something like that. Um, I was able to get away without it for a little bit. And then right where I'm about oh, no. to film, it burnt out on me. <laughs> so and I had to salvage one of uh, the red button from your old uh, guitar <laughs> with the oh yeah the light up button. So I had to rip it out of there, uh, all because I thought you didn't need the resistor. So nope. use that nope. resistor for the power. <laughs> that right. that up. Good tip. Yeah. Lesson learned. Moving on to, <laughs> yeah, moving on to assembly. You can attach the um, Stemma board driver to the LCD screen. Um, by just soldering on the headers. But uh, last week I was saying that I'm anticipating the kids breaking this, so I want to be able to swap out the <laughs> screen when it does crack. Yeah, if <laughs> so you I drop put, it, maybe. Oh, yeah, I mean, kids, they if just drop things just on the right. floor. And if it falls away, just they, right, it might, it might crack the screen. It can happen. Or All go right. outside in the concrete, just dump it on the floor. All so right. I use the short headers. Nice. Yeah, yeah, short headers for this, and that works. Um, I did have to use little stabilizers like the uh, nylon screws and nuts just so that it has like a standoff on the side, so it's not like wiggling, you know, back and forth. Since mm-hmm. it does elevate it just a little bit, you can kind of see here, it's elevated just a little bit, but it's still nice and slim. And then for the rotary rotary assembly, oh, sorry, skipped step. The parse fits into the front of the case. Uh, with the cutouts, and then just we're using the M25 by six millimeter um, screws to attach the PCB part of the display. 
Nice. The rotary assembly, like we were saying before, uh, this little hook part attaches, or like holds onto the stem of the rotary, so it is nice and stable. Uh, just okay. a warning here to make sure that when you mount this, the stem up ports are on the side, so that you can close the the uh, case, the top All case. right, because it's Cause otherwise it's sticking up. Well, otherwise the cable sticking up and it won't close. Yep. Yep. All right. So orientation matters. Big time. Big time, yeah. The side, the width of the case is determined by this rotary. <laughs> that's really? quite oh, static. That's right. mm -hmm. We needed it. That's the, the tallest thing. Again, uh, resistor. <laughs> use the resistor. Yeah, you got two buttons. <laughs> the green button lasted way longer than the red one for whatever reason. Yeah, it's just then the colorway. Something like that. Yeah, it started blinking on me. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then it just died. <laughs> I let the assembly. <laughs> I didn't smell anything. No, I just stopped okay. working. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for the LEDs, we are using the side lit NeoPixels. So what that means is the LEDs is shooting off this way, not from you know that way. Yeah, forward on the sides, so you can yeah. mount these vertically, and that saves so much space for um, the way that you're illuminating the false uh, LEDs on top. And those mount like so. Uh, it is a little bit difficult to cut these, so you might want oh. to have like a sacrificial um, LED, just because the pads can get kind of small for soldering okay. these together. And these are the high-density ones, um, unfortunately. So you do have to get like a roll of them just to utilize five of them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you can use them and yeah. the rest of the yeah. reel can be used for cut other projects. The, yeah, just cut the end of the uh, reel off. Or if you have like a, I have like a baggie of like all of the cut off extra oh, yeah. pieces. And that's what I grabbed that from. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mounting all the components together onto the feather mount, which is going to be just one of these guys right here. Uh, I did mount the um, terminal side, so you can kind of see how it's cut out like that. Yeah, that's, that's good. That yep. The M2 screws for that, and then the M25 for the front part where the USB-C port is. And then the speaker just attaches to this section right here, face down. Mm -hmm. I like your little notch cutouts for the wire. It's nice, nice and clever. Which one? Oh, this one? Yeah. The notches. Yeah, the bottom notch. It's yeah, for, like, the cable, right? I think you did that. No, you did that. Was no. it right there? I believe. Uh -huh. I think I edited it. I was like a good notch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's where the speaker connects. So we'll mount all that, and then we can start hooking up all of our components to the terminal, soldering on our uh, three volt, our grounds, our uh, pin for the button pushing, and then the enable and the ground for the uh, slide switch. For the slide switch, I'm just using the uh, these little jumpers here, oh, this white yeah. and black one. So it can just easily plug directly into the switch itself. So I'm not soldering to the switch again sure, with yeah. the modularity of it. I'm using the shorter oval speaker so we can have the um, Pico blade connector. Uh, yeah. Just got to chop that down just a little bit, but it's easier yeah. to disconnect this and move it around. Uh, what else? And then the uh, socket side of the GAST that will connect into the plug side for the two buttons. Nice. Very modular. 
Moving on to the antenna, we have the uh, RPSMA jack that is going to mount the, uh, or panel mount the antenna. Uh, we do have bigger antennas if you're actually using this for like, um, you know, actual Wi-Fi yeah. scanning or something like that. You can get like a bigger one, then those should be the same sizes for it. It's just longer and um, thicker, I think. The base, I think, is the same size. Side switch, uh, slot, uh, Press fits at an angle and then is mounted to the side of the case. This is where we start mounting everything to the case. Uh, the battery mount, uh, you slide it in, attach, uh, place it over the uh, case, and then screw in the, um, the M2.5 by 5 millimeter screws from the bottom into the case. And I made it thick enough so it shouldn't puncture the, <laughs> the <Yeah>. battery. <laughs> nice. Just be careful with that, but I did add extra uh, two millimeters. Let's see, and then we can start mounting everything together, like the um, the rotary encoder will go in, the whole feather assembly with uh, the LED, and then we'll start plugging in all our components. Like the Stemma um, cable goes into the display, and that goes into the rotary, and then the rotary Stemma goes right into the feather. So we're using the 50 millimeter cable and then the 300 millimeter cable. And that is um, like the perfect size for being able to open up your case, have enough room to like sort of separate it while it's still connected. And then you, know, you want to route your cables uh, for it to close nice and securely. It should be like right here where you can route everything right by that standoff and right by the uh, oh, clever. rotoring cover. So everything just sort of collapses and uh, coils into that arrangement there. And that's pretty much it. We're using the uh, M3 by eight millimeter line screws. These are countersunk. So I did get like some longer bits to be able to uh, screw that in to fit the pieces together. And that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. it. May look complicated, but if you just break it down and like by component, it becomes super manageable. And, yeah, for uh, sure. Able to track everything down. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stemma QT really makes you know the breakouts easy to daisy chain, so super nice. Demo, the rotary encoders, the and the screw block terminals, screw blocks, the yeah. what else? The, the headers that you can add onto this, um, mm -hmm. Circuit Python, <laughs> like yeah, everything combined together. Everything's maybe. modular and customizable. It's really nice. Yeah. This would have been a nightmare, I think, with like Arduino or having to use a sound. Yeah, the breakout boards. <laughs> oh my that, god! That uh, all the feathers now have Stemma QT, so like it's really nice time files to, to take on a prop. Audio. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, and yep. the usability of being able to have you know this as just a case, like that's what I'm gonna do with the second one. I'm just gonna assemble all the components without any electronics in it. Just you know, the kids have an yeah. imagination, so they can. <laughs> yeah, cool. We got some comments here. Um, Turbo Falcon on YouTube says really nice enclosure. They're saying love the learn guides. The first one they ever done was the Pie Girl back when I was in school. Super cool project, easy to follow. I was just that thinking was about that one. Gonna that, one's project. that one's gonna have um, to be redone. Yeah, right. Maybe next year. What the Pie I, Pie? I don't know. Thanks for your comment, Turbo. Um, there's so many like uh, handheld Linux Pie 
things on Amazon these days. I don't know if it's worth creating the recreating. It would have to obviously would have to have some component that Lamar made. That is right. Like something new that's that a little different. Making, too. Yeah. So that's yeah. how we would approach it. Yeah. Yeah. And Lamar's uh, pie gamers and pie badges. Like those are really nice all in one boards with the screen mm -hmm. and they have yeah. NES simulators. Yeah. So. I got to remind myself. I need to start posting those since we did the get a stock of those in. Cool. Um, I haven't posted any links to because we're just looking at the learn guide, right? So I think we're good. The prop maker yeah, is stock. Yeah, it's just the product that. links. All right. Well, we have a big batch of uh, of these of these boys, boys and girls. Um, the uh, prop maker feathers, they're in stock. So check those out. That is the hero for the past two months now, <laughs> whatever, however long it's been. Uh, so that's as great. soon as it got released, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then squid.jpg says, I uh, really like the idea of separating the component mounts into their own parts. I feel like these could be reused on other projects. They have been. Yeah. The slide switch is an example. Yes. That, uh, the speaker mount, we tend to reuse mm -hmm. that one. So yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. The slide switch, notice that. Yeah, I did just do a couple of updates to it, and all it was was adding, I think, a platform just because of the way it's mounted, and then right. like okay. whatever tolerance changes on your printer. So I just made, Wee. I think, like this little back little Wee. end stop. I just Dope. made it like 0. 0.5. Go oh, yeah. Down. All right. So it, so it doesn't like wiggle back. And, forth. and that's just my tolerances. Right. Okay. Just, there's always like minor updates. Oh, and I think like, adding like chamfers to like the walls so that it can print vertically. So it might be like the base um, part that we're reusing, but we're modifying it yet again to fit what new orientation that we're using it for. So yeah, it is the base model that we use over and over again, but just with slight modifications to um, fit. Very cool. All right, that's uh, this week's project. You can mm -hmm. use coupon code as bear get 10 percent off your order be sure to check that out if you want to pick up stuff support the show support your maker habit all right we're gonna do shop no what are you prototyping yes all right noodles led noodles they're all in stock all colors all sizes <laughs> lengths um, so i wanted to do a project with the led noodles and since we're pretty much almost here halloween it's, it's, in a couple yeah. weeks if not week uh so i figured it's time to do a holiday project with led noodles and you've seen me do some signs with 3d printed um parts that kind of press fit into the the noodle press fits into these signs so i figured i really want to do a three-dimensional one so in the background you might have seen this this is my three-dimensional led tree and I have a total of eight noodles. I have four green ones and four red ones. I have yet to wire them up, but this tip here shows you, wow, where am I? There you are. That's good. So the tip here shows the, uh, the little pins. So I'm going to wire these up to a brass rod and the brass rod is going to go in the center. I have a separate piece. that's going to have a cutie pie and the led driver. So I'll be able to do animations of the individual uh noodles pulse or fade in all sorts of different animations we can do um and this is all 3d prints without any supports um so 
the idea is that each noodle just press fits into these channels. The channels all twist and taper to create a holiday tree. So I haven't seen something like this yet, and I thought it'd be a good idea to do a three-dimensional um, LED noodle project. So that's what I am working on. Might as well get to it early because I hope to get this printed in resin from one of the 3D printing services. So I think I have time on my side this time around. Um, but uh, that is the idea is to uh, to get these noodles um, wired up with an LED driver and a cutie pie. And then I'll use Something. you know USB-C to charge it up. But it's yay big. It's about 220 millimeters tall, 100 millimeters um, on the width. So I think it'll fit on most 3D printers. I printed this in uh, PLA using clear filament um, on my Ender V2. So my Ender V2 was able to print it, no problem. It took about six hours to print, depending on your speeds. But yeah, I think this will be cool when it's lit up. So that is what well, I'm working on. It even makes a good tree. ornament. This is a big ornament, but yeah, maybe we can make it yeah, smaller. Like a, a giant tree. <laughs> we can make a giant tree, yeah. We do have uh, the, what is it, 600 millimeter LED noodles? What oh, do we got? Yeah. Do we have really long ones? They're 24 volts. Yeah, yeah. 1.2 meters long. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's a really long noodle. Three foot, right? <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to stick with the 300 millimeter, 300 millimeter length ones because that's the ones that have the colors. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, you know, it's it's a desktop size tree. So I figured for your desk, it makes sense to do this. Um, when these first came out, you know, it was really tough to get them in stock, but we have them all in stock. So yep. I'm using the green and the red. We'll see how they look like once we're wired up and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think using um, a brass rod as a cool. uh, as a structure and as like a, a connector is going to be kind of interesting because mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of sculpt PCB sculpty art that uses brass rod jewelry as well. So mm -hmm. I'm going to give that a try. So if not, I'll just use a silicone wire. You know. Yeah. No, that'll, that'll be that. But that's the mm -hmm. idea. And that is uh, what we are prototyping. Uh, for next week, though, let me get my screen ready. I have a, a new 3D PCB file. Let me get my Fusion ready. Here it is. We have a 3D model of this USB power delivery breakout board. It's got the USB uh, 238 it's for doing... Um, it basically kind of helps you power uh, gadgets and devices that use different voltages. So USB-C can do some pretty high voltage. And Lamar thought it'd be good to have a PCB breakout that lets you choose between 5 volts all the way up to 20 volts. And 1 amp all the way up to 3 amps, depending on which jumper you want to uh, use. So the idea is that you would use this with uh, one of those high voltage USB-C power breakouts for the wall wart. And then you'd be able to wire in, um, let's say like a lamp that has a weird 17 volt thing. You'd be able to use this guy to power that. So the idea is to, to USB-Cify all of the gadgets. So that's what this breakout board does. It's like $5 and you have some uh, abilities to uh, use CircuitPython or Arduino with uh, I squared C to uh, to change up the voltage, but of course you could also do it 
with the jumpers. But this is the breakout that we got, 3D model. It's available right now in the Learn Guide. And uh, I'll make a little case for it because we're going to need it. So Definitely uh, the case for something delivering that much power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'll be working on that. We'll probably have that for next week. And let's go ahead and bring up the product. We get rid of that and add this. Here we are. So what did I say it was a $5 board? Yeah, it's a $6 board, actually. Here's a product page which is showing a multimeter attached to it. You can see this is doing 9 volts and 12 volts. So in the code, you can actually have it switch if you want, but this is the demo code to show. Um, it's a pretty small breakout board. But uh, yeah, Lamar thinks it'll be good for all those weird gadgets that have different voltages and amperages and mm -hmm. USB-C, all the things. So the Learn Guide is out public. And if you go to the Downloads page, you can see the 3D model is on GitHub. You could also use the uh, fritzing object if you want to create a wiring diagram. And of course, the EagleCAD file is open source, so you can reuse the, the uh, schematic or the, or the footprint if you want. Um, yeah. And we have demo code in uh, CircuitPython in Arduino. So have at it if you want to do a specific USB-C power project. So that is the shop <clears throat> talk this week. Don't forget, you can use your coupon code FAZBEAR and get 10% off your order if you want to pick up that USB-C power delivery board or any number of breakouts and components. Awesome. See, Squid is saying that this is going to make a good gadget to power the 12 volt LED strips. There you go. That's, That's what I thought you were going to use this for with the uh, like the longer nudes. Yeah. No, I think uh, uh, the LED driver I'm using. Let's go yeah. back. You there's well, a the main reason is because they don't have colors in that those lengths. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm using this this guy here. It's a Stemma QT board, so it's going to plug it directly into the Cutie Pie. And then I'll be able to, uh, no resistors required here for my LED noodles. And uh, this way I'll be able to um, individually control them. And then if you go to the nudes uh, oh, learn guide, there is demo code already on uh, how to fade them in and out. So that's basically my circuit diagram. So you can see here nudes, not wires. This is how I'm going to wire up the nude, the noodles with, you know, external wires. And, um, just connect it with a stem QT cable to the cutie pie. And then the code here just fades between um, the various uh, pins. Mm -hmm. So it should be kind of easy to do. Super cool. Yeah. So that's what I'll be doing. I think uh, I want the hero shot to be like at, I don't know, whoever has a big old tree, <laughs> one of the resorts. And Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's title eh. out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll figure out what to do. We got time, right? I, fig I figured I'd start now because I actually have been prototyping um, this, trying to figure out the right um, kind of recipe to get this path to to kind of, you know, taper in as it's wrapping around um, in this cone shape. Um, with the correct length for the... With the correct mm -hmm. length. I mean, it ended up being a little bit longer, but that's fine. I'd rather have it be long than too short. Too short. Yeah, because then yeah. it's dangling out yeah. right and i'll probably do um sorry i'm trying there we go i'll probably put like a star to cover up this so you can imagine a star here and then like a holder here i think it should yeah. be sparky the sparky the little flame uh-huh yeah. yeah yeah maybe i'm just gonna do a star so 
it looks like a tree, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. It could also be a unicorn horn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yanni is saying that this would be great for clothes for uh, dark times as winter is approaching. Really? Okay. Let me see. Squid has used the uh, LED driver before. Says it works great. Yeah, man. It's great. Yeah, I've only used it in the Pico MIDI Fighter project where I had all the LED buttons wired up to it. Mm -hmm. um, so it'd be cool to to see to see uh, that driver drive the noodles and pulse them in and out. I have eight of them here, so I think that makes sense instead of wiring up to the GPIO pins on the Cutie Pie, because that's mm -hmm. actually what I did with the noodle pro with the lamp uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LED noodle lamp, mm -hmm. and that was a trick. It's like a flat. Um, holder for the noodle and this let me show it to you right here yeah so this uh this project here has the noodles wired up directly to the gpio pins oh man it's too bright oh yeah but mm -hmm. it's flat and they're just mounted vertically onto these little things but mm -hmm. I, I want that you know i want that 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 coil effect mm-hmm there you can see it when they're they're just flat. So there it is on, there it is off, and I'm just wiring it directly to the Cutie Pie. Um, there's only how many are here? Like six. So I figure eight of them is just the right number for uh, you know for doing uh, the LED driver because LED driver can do sixteen. Um, I think sixteen. Putting it back. On my project shelf. So, yeah. Noodles. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, JPEG. Squid.jpg. Oh, they've made that project. They say it is awesome. <clears throat> and then Space Duck is saying, does it have PWM? Yes. 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 Yes, it does. Let me go to that. Here you can see. Um, yeah, you can use PWM. Right? Is it PWM? I mean, that's how it's fading, right? I think so. Here's analog control. Analog control. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say it's PWM. So you can fade it in and out. I think that's what it's doing. Yeah, PWM control with Arduino and with CircuitPython. Using the PWMIO library in CircuitPython or the core, you know, of Arduino. So Phil B did a great job on uh, doing all the things. You can control with digital, you know, in and digital out, and also uh, PWM. So yes, all the things. Cool. All right. Next up, let's hop over to oh, this week. Uh, Space Duck is saying they want to incorporate it into a droid build. Yeah. Um, awesome. For sure. Heck yeah. All right. I'll be ready for... I'll post the link to this week's okay. time lapse. Check it out. This week's time lapse Tuesday is Halloween-themed pumpkin squid. <laughs> Printed in the dual color. This is such a cool yeah. filament. Is it the quantum fill or something it's else? Quantum, yeah. This is right from Filamentum. Had uh, have just a little bit left of this. So I was like, hey, purple, kind of the gold, maybe could be like the pumpkin color. <laughs> I don't know. It looks pretty cool. Um, 
Hold on. There's so much detail in this squid pumpkin guy. Like his tentacles have all these pumpkins with all these oh, different yeah. faces on it. Yeah, and that's then, cool. Like, the sides have like these autumn leaves. Yeah, very festive. Like, so much detail. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm impressed with this project that all this detail and it printed while doing a time lapse, just minimal cleanup. Um, yeah. A little bit of stream. And uh, just the ugly side here because of the oh, yeah. time lapse for the parts. Yeah, good detail on the eyes. Yeah, it's very silky, very shiny. Uh, yeah, and this is from Matter Hackers, isn't it? The Matter Hackers filament? Uh, filamentum. Quantum. Really? Right? It's on Matter Hackers. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're the distributor, I think, or the shop. All right. I thought it was. But there's, so, there's so many people make this now, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Iridescent, two tone kind of colors. Yeah. I just got the three tone color one from, I don't even know what company it is. <laughs> it looks like that glitch effect. Uh, have you seen that Oogie Boogie one? I think that's uh, what I'm printing. The Oogie Boogie. And it looks like the, um, it's like the pink, white, green static effect. Like when, um, it's huh. like that 2D like effect or 3D yeah. effect where it has like the two. Uh -huh. I don't know. I can go grab it, but yeah. Let's talk about the squid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah, let's sorry. talk about the squid. So the squid is uh, up on as a free model, uh, yeah. and it's posted by Vava Lee, Vava Vali on it's, Cult's 3D. And check out Take this multi-print. Yeah, this multi-print on the Ultimate. Yeah. yeah, it's just two colors then. I believe yeah, just two colors, yeah. but you can definitely nice. see. We'd be able to see the pumpkins a lot better. The, these uh, photos are very, very nice. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at these photos. Yeah, I, love no, I, wanted to get, I wanted to get macro shots with the video, but I ran out of time. <laughs> very cool model. Uh, I think a squid makes a lot of sense to shape into a, into a pumpkin. I wanted to put like string on one of his tentacles and make it say oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you can stand it upright. With You can yeah, kind of yeah. have mm -hmm. some of the limbs stand up a bit. Yeah, that is super cool. So for yeah. uh, decorations, for decorations or just having around, kids just been running around with this thing because of really? the tentacles. It's super cool. Awesome print. Is there any support needed for it? No, right? No, no supports. Yeah, that's amazing. Flat. Um, yeah, the oh, tolerances are super good. Right. Like I'm saying, just like. All the detail and all these tiny Yeah, there is buttons. a lot of detail. I'm surprised none of these pieces went flying off. Yeah. It doesn't Good look the filament. Like the awesome filament there. Good design. No, no, kind of. Yeah, they, like yeah, they it's like, some of them fill in a little bit. Yeah, I like how it's smudged on its eyes. So kind of gives it some yeah. detail. Cool. Good use of the, the quantum mm -hmm. two-tone filament. Yeah, it's super flat, but I like how it makes that weird shape <laughs> yeah or the color anyway mm -hmm. iridescent off of it you could probably bring it into mesh mixer or something and hollow out the head and make the eyes glow get kind Damn of crazy that would have been a good idea all you have to yeah. do is top off the top and oh really hollow on it oh yeah i had no time though i know that's that's why i'm saying it now if you want to do it Super so it's cool. next year yeah <laughs> All right, well, that's a good time lapse. And again, shout out to Va Va Vali. It's a free download. Free. Go get it. Go print it. Ooh. It'll be ready just in time for Hollow's Eve. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, time for Community Makes. These were brought to our attention 
via email and notifications. <laughs> so let's kick it off with this week's community makes. First up, we have a lightsaber make from R2H2 on Cold Street or <laughs> printables.com. They gave uh, a nice comment here. It says, uh, went together well, added a NeoPixel jewel while I'm waiting on the blade to show up. Works pretty well for a younger kid to run around with and, and play it with like a flashlight instead of uh, instead of bashing her brother. <laughs> okay. That's what they do, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you could definitely remix this, use a different component. In this case, the NeoPixel jewel seems to, to fit pretty well. And it looks nice and green and... Uh, you know, nice uh, silver kind of color. Mm -hmm. So thanks Actually, for sharing that. R2. I'm saving the shell that you uh, sent me, the resin print of it. So when Gavin can yeah. actually add stuff, it's like, here, dude. Yeah, here's your shell. <laughs> here's the shell. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and all sc screws together. So mm -hmm. easy to take it apart. All right. Just like, hey, people are getting ready for the next holiday or the next next holiday because there's still Thanksgiving to get through. Uh, Mike Litt. Uh, posted up a, a post of their um, of their make of the snap fit ornament. This is a cool, just a snap fit ornament with a spinning snowflake in the center. Uh, they said uh, they scaled it up to about 102%, so it would fit. Otherwise, no issues. Easy to print. Thank you for sharing. Nice. Yeah, this is a cool one. It has a lot of different inserts, and uh, folks have been making their own. There's some remixes as oh, well. Man. So I made a really big one, I think. Right? Yeah. These mm -hmm. are these are these are so fun. Uh, this one had a bunch of makes on uh, the other site. So cool. People are getting ready for the next, next holiday. And after that, Itty81 posted up their make of the heat set insert rig. Looks like they got uh, a nice long piece of aluminum extrusion. This, of course, is a tool to help you do very uh, parallel um uh, heat set inserts. So there you go. It says uh, great, super easy to print and assemble, and it's super useful. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have uh, Claudius posted up their make of the Epcot Spaceship Earth. This time, small, <laughs> hand sized. It looks really cute. It's a golf ball, right? Oh, cool. It looks really cute. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't think to make it small. <laughs> but. I I think really you nice. could make an ornament. Oh, a tiny version, just Ooh, like yeah. a CPX or a C yeah CPX. Yeah, CPX. That would it's actually work. Well. You could use the, the the mounting tabs to uh mm -hmm. to, to, to put the circuit playground in there, and I then walking... just have it light up a, a swirly ring. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good idea, actually. Yeah. So still popular. People people tend to like the yeah. Epcot Space Earth. Uh, I was walking through Connections, and they released their own statue. I think I sent you the photo of it. Yeah. Of course, LEDs weren't working, and it's probably just <laughs> one bulb or something. One bulb. Like yeah. RGB LED that just flashes through. But it was like 200 bucks. It's like, seriously? Oh, is it ceramic or something? Maybe it's ceramic. <laughs> I'll see you at Cast Connections for 90% oh, off. <laughs> yeah, always wait for, the, for it to go on sale. Mm -hmm. All right, after that, we got another prop. Blast from the past. Diego printed up mm. the Energy Sword from Halo video game series. This looks dope. Oh, looks look like it's that. got the um, yeah, electricity, the electricity kind of details printed in this uh, nice color, and it's got like a gold finish. Looks good on the wall. Even got like a special hanger with like wow. a plaque and stuff. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Look at the tab. It shows the uh, uh, thing there. 
How yeah. cool. Yeah, I like when people print it. They don't necessarily need to put LEDs in it. Mm-hmm. You can go the extra mile, but it's really cool when you uh, do some post-processing and give it that yeah. that extra detail. So good job. Good job, Diego. Yeah. What about an excuse I could use to remake it? <laughs> uh, um, there's, besides maybe, the prop maker. Uh, right. The oh, prop maker, then maybe a new Halo game will come out at some point. Mm, if it has an already. I was going to say, I don't know if they've uh, wor- worn out their welcome <laughs> with the move oh, to the show. How, right. Um, the show wasn't, wasn't, uh, uh, I don't know about the show. I thought the first episode was fine, but then I kind of lost interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. After that, we have two more to get through. This was posted by Tim B. They made the um, the very timely TV TVA uh, time stick from Loki, the Disney Plus TV show, which they just started. They they just released it in the stores. Yeah, they like, have. Yeah, Disney has their own version, which is like a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, or you can build your own. Yeah, for like, yeah, super heavy. I think we listened to some of the sound effects. Like somebody had it. They they sounded awful. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. This like looks cool though. Uh, Timby says really like the model. Decided to uh, to not use the electronics for now and lengthen the handle grip section. Huh. Nice remix. Now I'm going to experiment with some different infills and wall counts for the diffuser as I do not have mm-hmm. translucent filament. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. Look at that. Yeah, I like the uh, the extension of the handle. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like yeah it's the... fully, you know, customizable. You could put a flashlight in there if you want. I think I did that originally, but mm-hmm. I wanted to have the sound effects and um, the accelerometer control. So when you, when you actually whack it, it makes some really cool sound effects. Um, this mm-hmm. would be a good remix um, for the, the new prop maker because this one uses the M4 and the feather wing. Oh, yeah. So you'd be able to... Uh, make it a little bit easier with just one board mm-hmm. or just put a flashlight in there. Like I said, like it's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, it's funny that uh, you can, you can make a, you can DIY a better version than like Disney. <laughs> the, so that's like the, point. the wood section has like this totally fake wood grain, like texture really? on it. <laughs> it's well, like, you can oh do the wood grain too, I guess. You could probably do it better. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably do it better. Yeah. Just a nice uh, finishing. And this is all done w- with no finishing. It's just the filament colors look really great these days. Mm-hmm. I just get a nice uh, silky, shiny glitter silver, a nice matte brown, glossy black. And uh, yeah, it looks, looks finished already. All right. And then the last one this week is a make of the Dark Saber. This was uh, uploaded by uh, a pen dragon on printables. And it's the dark saber with a little bit of a paint job on it to, to accentuate those silver um, mm-hmm. grip grip lines. Looks good. Yeah, this would be another one for the new prop maker because this one also used. Uh, this is a Bluetooth one though, so it had the the BLE feather with the prop maker feather wing. Is that the NRF? Yeah, the NRF blue fruit feather. Um, not sure if they put electronics. They just have a photo of it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks good without electronics too. That's <laughs> fine. And that's this week's Community Makes. Shout out to everybody for posting those up. Uh, we'll have links in the YouTube video for all the makes if you want get, get to if you want to take a look at those. All right. I'm getting lost in my windows. I believe that is all for this week. Yeah. Oh, we have one more make from squid.jpg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good. Oh, it's, he has this fading. That was great. Nice. 
Yeah, I didn't realize it was a movie. I should have done the. Uh, I should have done the. Uh, the awesome. the fading code. I thought you yeah. did. No. You know what? I think I did, and I just wanted it to be on for photos. Ah. That's probably what I did. I just have two. That's what's cool about CircuitPython. You can have multiple code files and mm -hmm. just switch them out when you want to do photos or something. Name it. Yeah. Probably could have done some. I would have had to add a button to like cycle through modes, but that is up to you if you want to do that. There's already a button mount at the top. So you just switch out the latching button for a, a momentary button. Wow, this is a really bright um, stick figure. Very creepy. I think it's a 12 or 24 volt, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's probably like real LED strip, not the noodles. Mm -hmm. What is this? Maybe later. Cool. One of the Las Vegas sphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, took advantage of the fact that the actual power switch at the bottom, so it made cycle modes every time you power. Oh, oh. that's a good idea. I didn't know you do huh. that. That's a good idea. Wow. All right. Well, that now that does it for the community makes. Thanks, uh, Sweet and everybody else for posting up their makes. Super cool. Hey, it works. <laughs> oh, you did it. Yes. Pedro rocking the new Simona Mac OS. Or you can do, not just do one thumb up, one thumbs. And then you get the one thumb. That's kind of interesting. To, what other ones are there? I don't know all the gestures. I wish it would tell you when you rolled over it. <laughs> Don't do they? Let's yeah, see. but the new version of macOS Simona has these gesture triggering effects. I guess you would call them. Yeah. So yeah, so you can like it can the camera detects you doing thumbs up, and then it'll do that animation. That'd be a good so, when you're scratching it, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else. What are all the gestures? What are some other? Is there a phone? No, I don't know what. I'm else. sure there's a search for it. Or blog yeah. on it. All right. Well, we've reached the end of the show. <laughs> now we're just ranting <laughs> or, or chatting about macOS features. Thank you, everybody, so much. If you want to support the show and get some stuff from the Adafruit shop, Fazbear will get you 10% off as a code. Pedro got a phone call from Fazbear. Hello, is this Fazbear? Hello. Hello. My Where's Gregory? Ready. I have My to find pizza. Gregory. <laughs> Where's Gregory? No, the pizza. It turns out Gregory is is um is, the Gregory is a robot. <laughs> He's like a robot. Uh, I don't know if I spoiled it, but spoiler. Uh, the, the the game has been out for a little bit now. Yeah. Is there anything else tonight? Is show and tell hosted by uh, Mr. And Mrs. Lady Ada? Come on by. Back-to-back -back shows. Ask an Engineer follows up at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Two shows. I'll probably come on with the um, the HAL 9000. Pedro, you can come on with the Fazbear. So uh, just to kind of share about it again. Lamar mm -hmm. might ask some questions. Or have some comments. Um, what else? The show tomorrow is JP's workshop. Where is that? Where are you, JP? There you are. JP's workshop. He's got a learn guide that's I need to review after the show. Oh crap! Yeah, uh, yeah. The Lego um, music synthio project. And then Friday is either Tim Foamy Guy or Scott 
Shawcroft doing deep dives on Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then JP just uh, just did his product pick of the week yesterday. It was the uh, the Metro board. One of the metros, forget which one. But yeah, every Tuesday, you can get uh, up to 50% off discounts on select JP product picks. Mondays are CircuitPython weekly community meetings. And then Sundays are Lady Ada live streams. So tune in to all the days. We have just about every day we have a show. And then we do the show on Wednesdays. All right, I think that's it. I've exhausted my uh, <laughs> my time. Ooh, here's another cool. Oh man, look at this. We got a, a cool prop from Yanni. This is mm. another game franchise that I've never heard of. It's called the Omni Tool. Oh, and there's already like temp there's already like a template file. What? Oh, for laser cutting. Oh. Yeah, it looks pretty. Deep. It looks pretty dope. All right, we'll take a look. Very cool. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. We'll see you later tonight on Show and Tell. But until then, remember to make a great day. day. Bye, folks. Good night. Mm -hmm.